You're listening to the Real Estate Runway Podcast, powered by Quattro Capital, where we are all about alternative business and investment strategies to help you amplify life and maximize wealth. Here's your host, the recovering engineer turned multifamily investor, Chad Sutton. All right, Real Estate Runway family. Today, we're going to have a good friend of mine, Oliver Philvok, actually from Lisbon, tuning in from overseas today. And we're going to spend a little bit of time on the mindset side of things today. So Oliver is a high performance coach, life and business, focusing on fund managers and, and investors and people like that. There's just a sense of emptiness that some of us can come to feeling once you've achieved the goals and don't have a place to go from there. So we're going to get into talking about some of that stuff. I really enjoyed the conversation with this guy and I didn't realize how vulnerable it can make you feel. So no judging, by the way. Check it out. Let's get into the episode. If you get any value out of the show, folks, pay it forward. The only way to get this show in the ears and the eyes of people just like you is for you to share it, for you to like, for you to subscribe, for you to write a comment. Whatever modality you're listening to, just interact. That is the only way that you can take this episode and make sure more people enjoy it just like you did. So I appreciate you for that. The Real Estate Runway team appreciates you for that. Folks, if you want to be on the show, check us out at thequatroway.com slash podcast to apply. And if you'd like to look at working with us, check us out at thequatroway.com slash invest. We are a full service investment firm for your passive income needs in real estate, by the way. And last check here, if you are, you love to interact on social media or anywhere like that, we are on TikTok and YouTube at the Real Estate Runway Podcast. Lots of shorts and interactions will be out there. And we're also all over LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So check us out at thequatroway.com to get those links uh, and follow us there. So love to interact with you. Love to have a conversation with you. Without further ado, let's get right into the episode today. Here is Oliver Philbaugh. All right, all right, all right. Real Estate Runway family, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Runway podcast. This is your captain speaking, Chad Sutton. We're powered by Quattro Capital over my right shoulder here. If you're joining us on TikTok or YouTube, I have with me a very special guest from our Fun Launch Black Card community, Oliver Philvok out of Lisbon. He's actually, I don't know what time it is over there. If it's two o'clock here, what, nine o'clock there? Is that right, Oliver? It's 8 p.m. and it's a joy to be here. Thank you for the invitation. 8 p.m. Good to have him on. So this is the founder of a company called Pure Power, and we're going to get into some pretty powerful stuff today. So Oliver, welcome to the show. How's your day going over there in Lisbon? Thank you so much, man. I'm excited to be here, excited to be having this chat with your audience. And my day is going well. It's hot in Lisbon, so I have the window open to have a little bit of a breeze. But aside from that, blissful, I would say. Yeah, and something odd for us Americans to understand over here, most homes over there are not built with air conditioner, right? So it is... Correct. We're just on the verge of moving to a different place, actually. So speaking about real estate runway, we're right on the runway and hopefully are going to move next week. But for the time being, still no aircon in the meantime. Good luck with that. <laughs> I, I appreciate you coming on in the interim there. So what I want to do before we get into the meat of the episode is I want to hear about you, Oliver. Tell me about what your life experience has been and what brought you to found the Pure Power organization and what that is. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm a life and performance coach, and I specialize on working with accomplished individuals, investors, fund managers, and entrepreneurs, mostly post-exit. And I support them to come into a state of peak performance within their being that at the same time allows them to live the best life possible and to be in real state of soul purpose and peace inside of that being. And my story is a bit of a story of a 
kind of, I, I view my story as a bit of a bridge between worlds. Most of my life I've been completely obsessed with performance. I needed to be the best. I needed to be the best in school. I needed to be the best in university. I needed to be the best when I was studying finance. And it went through a red thread like this until I turned 28 and I was sales director at the time in a financial company, making good money. And I fulfilled my performance dream, I would say. A nice salary, a beautiful title on the business card and the whole shebang, a lot of responsibility. And I realized that it just didn't fulfill me. And there was an emptiness inside of me that was somehow longing for a different kind of experience. And that's when I went into a 180 degree life transition and went full monk mode and went very deep into spiritual practice. I spent up to 53 days at a time in solitude, in isolation, only meditating and finding a completely different way to connect with life. And now what I do is to bring them both together. And I found that actually they work extremely well uh, together, these two sides. Yeah, it's very interesting. And so it, it, it's a classic case of you chased what you thought the world wanted you to do and you were good at it. It sounds like you did very well for yourself only to realize it, it brought you emptiness inside. It didn't bring you personal connection or fulfillment that you're looking for. And, and I've, I've actually, you have to tell me about this is I've never heard of, I, I am way too much. If you've seen the movie, Jerry Maguire, I cannot be alone. So I've, I I've never, that's an American movie, <laughs> but the, anyway, the simple joke is the guy can't be alone. So it's like, all oh, right, you know, yeah. <laughs> but so meditating for 53 days at a time. Wow. That, that's some intense self-reflection there. So you, you made this realization. Take me into the founding of Pure Power and, and why you founded that company. And maybe we'll go into tactically, tactically, what does Pure Power do for its clients? Is it? Yeah. So there was this moment when I was sitting... I went to India, actually, a very classic journey and had a big initiation journey there. I was essentially swapping my luxury beachfront office for a cave and going con continuously into this cave to meditate. And I found such bliss in this cave. And I realized, and that was the birthplace of pure power, that all my life I had been pushing for performance. I thought, okay, I just need to push harder than everybody else and put in the work and this in order to be the best and finally feel this emptiness that I was feeling, feeling inside of my body. But there in this cave, I realized that actually instead of pushing harder, the key for me was to allow more deeply. And I came into the state where just I felt my union with with everything, my union with creation, with life. And I felt that there's a creative principle that is steering our existence, which was directly coming through my being. And what I do now in Pure Power is to bring this back into the world of business and to teach people who are very accomplished and who are touching a lot of people through their work to access the same dimension inside with results in both peak performance and joy and fulfillment. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so let's talk about, I think there's a lot of us out there who were, mm -hmm. and I, I just recorded an episode with one of my business partners talking about not chasing money because it runs and talking about what is your why behind creating the passive income lifestyle and how do you do it? But what we're talking about here is 
how do you figure out what really will bring you to fulfillment? Because that is a whole yeah. different conversation. And so if, for the client listening here, for my listeners, what do you tell someone who may be feeling what you were feeling? How do you tell someone to, to assess their current situation in order to identify what changes might you need to make in your life? Or what, how can you be more content with where you are now? Either one, but how do you help someone find that satisfaction? Yeah, beautiful question. I love that. And I feel at the root of this, if you will, is a disconnect that somehow we have been trained in our systems of education and so on, where somehow there seems to be this disconnection between what the mind wants or thinks it wants and that which actually feels wholesome in the heart, in the body. And I would invite you and the listeners to just reconnect with this sense of growing up as a little boy yeah? and waking up in the morning and waking up perhaps before the sun came in and feeling this excitement and this zest for life and wanting to play yeah? and feeling like, yeah, looking forward to the day. Yeah, this, it's actually a very natural essence of our being uh, to feel like this. But then we just put different layers on top of things that we think we have to do or we should be doing or everybody else is doing it like this, so we better order to do the same until this childlike joy is just completely emptied out. And what I see when I do this work with clients, we can talk uh, particularly about investors and fund managers. It starts again by learning to feel, and it's simple, but it's not easy uh, for many, yeah? but it starts there, looking at your day. For example, if you wake up miserable in the morning with this thought of, Oi, uh, I have 500 emails coming in every day. I have to answer them myself. Like I'm completely overbooked with meetings. <laughs> yeah. If that's the kind of reality or the kind of situation, then there's a message there. Yeah, the, this inner boy, this childlike joy is getting drowned out by all these to-dos and all these things that are seemingly important and that are somehow on the agenda. So my recommendation would be to start there and to look at what actually feels good in the work that you do and then gradually but radically to cut away everything else. And it comes back this childlike genius, I want to call it. Yeah, that's pretty enlightening. And what I'm hearing through that is, is you're assisting particularly investors and fund managers who are accomplished in that world. So hint, people listening to this podcast, right? Look, there's a prayer that I've always been taught to pray, right? That I'm grateful for all that I've had. I'm grateful for what I have and where I am. And I'm grateful for all that I will have, whether it's less than I have today or more. You can't Beautiful. just be grateful for what you have and if it's more than you have today. Sometimes um, it's supposed to be less. And so what I hear you saying is it's easy easy to be in an emotional state of dread, of disdain, of frustration, because most of us in this life are chasing tomorrow. We're never in the moment. We're chasing the next big win. We're chasing off oh, when I just get past this phase with my kids or when I just get past this phase in the world, because it's really hard right now. Well, newsflash, the world's always hard. So get used to that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we as a society are vying for the destination rather than the journey. And so if I'm hearing what you're saying is that the way to reposition your mind is to, out of gratitude and a sense of appreciation for where you are, learn to enjoy the journey 
And it's okay to tweak the destination. The destination is something you make up in your mind. You get to decide mm -hmm. where you point the ship, but you can't always want to be in England when the Titanic is sailing. That's a bad analogy, Titanic sank. <laughs> but when a different boat is sailing across the Atlantic that doesn't sink to mm -hmm. London, right? You, you can't always, you can't emotionally be in London when you're in the middle of the North Atlantic. So I, I think that's the analogy that I'm picking up from you. What do you think about that? Correct. Correct. And I would love to add a few pieces to what you said. Please. One of them being, so to make this shift, let's say, okay, to really appreciate the journey instead of the destination, there's a misunderstanding that I find, which happens quite often, which is, okay, if I'm just going to enjoy the journey, then the destination is not going to turn out well. Yeah. What has made me successful in the past was my hustling and putting through and being stressed and being worried all the time and so on, like these sorts of things. But it's a misperception. In fact, what I see again and again doing this work is when we find this place inside where the business feels amazing and we genuinely enjoy what we're doing because we're harnessing this inner drive, and we'll speak more about that in, in a moment then actually the destination turns out even better. It's like being in awe again of life because suddenly just things fall in place and things turn out with even more impact or even more reach than we could ever have imagined. And that's what I find a beautiful paradox on about the whole thing. When we stop getting so wrapped up around this tomorrow's kind of <laughs> thing and sacrificing in order to get it, but instead build a business that feels fantastic and that still harnesses our ambition and our aspiration, we end up maybe not even in London on the other side of the world, <laughs> all the way to Singapore. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Agora's Investment Management Solution. Are you a GP or syndicator still using spreadsheets or an outdated investment management platform? Advance to Agora, the next step in investment management evolution. Agora's customers raise capital 40% faster and reduce operational expenses by 25%. With Agora, you can collect commitments faster, raise more capital by creating beautifully designed data rooms, public brochures, and automated subscription flows. Manage all your investor relationships efficiently with the most advanced investor CRM on the market. Delight your investors with a beautifully designed investor portal, which is fully customized to fit your brand and integrate seamlessly into your website. Distribute payments in a click directly from the platform and automatically generate and send all the reports and statements your investors need. Agora is suited for all types and all sizes of GPs or syndicators, starting with an affordable $5.99 a month subscription plan. Click the link in the description to book a live demo and learn what Agora can do for your business. Agora, better investment management. I love that addition to what I was saying. And so where I'd like to go now, you, and I didn't catch the second word of what you just said, I apologize, but you were saying harnessing something. And we're going to talk about that in a moment. Let's shift to that conversation. Yes. Uh, harnessing ambition, harnessing aspiration, because um, in this state that we're talking about, where there's a kind of like a childlike joy. I call it the zone of genius, and we can find it also in different literature. Perhaps some of you have read the book, The Zone of Genius. He describes it really beautifully, also this concept. Also in books such as 10x is easier than 2x, we find similar concepts. Beautiful book. Beautiful. Yeah. It's this zone where we actually really enjoy what we are doing, and that's different. That's highly individual. 
And when we tailor our business to reflect that, we can really bring in our ambition and our aspiration and create something magnificent and something really big. For example, yeah, I have one client who is a fund manager. And when we started the work, he was spending quite a lot of his day wrapped up in organization, in operations details, operating different companies and so on. And he was good at it, but we felt that this was giving him the morning dread. Yeah? And when we dug deeper into this, we found that what he actually really loves to do is to be in front of investors and to pit and to be on the floor and connect with people and bring people in contact. And we restructured the whole business to reflect that. And since then, he's made a quantum leap. It's amazing what happens, Oliver, when you identify what, and I'm speaking from experience here, like you, you just pulled on my heartstrings a little bit. It's amazing what happens when you identify what your passions are in your business. Because I, I'm sure it, there's a very select few of us who are running a business we truly hate. And if you are, get the hell out of it. But if, if your business is something you're passionate about, which if you've had any success, it probably is, right? You're probably mm -hmm. passionate Correct. about some area of your business. But, and I'm actually reading a book right now called Exit Without Investing by a friend of mine here in Tennessee named Jason Duncan. He's an entrepreneur. He focuses on building systems and processes and all that. And I'm loving the book because I, I have felt this, Oliver. I have felt the burnout of being a small business when we were up and coming years ago and having to wear a marketing hat, wear a podcasting hat, mm -hmm. wear an acquisitions hat, wear a financing hat. I even had to answer my own email, like all that kind of stuff. And it can give you a sense of dread because probably I love being on this show and talking to people like you. I love putting deals together. Those two things give me energy. Everything else mm -hmm. is noise. And I only did it because I couldn't afford to have someone do it for me. But, and, and that's gotta be our goal is like, I read something recently that any business who is overly reliant on the owner is worth about 25 to 50% less. And this is from the private equity perspective. So let's say, yeah, let's say you built a company and you're looking to get acquired. As a real estate company, that's a little different because we buy assets and we sell assets <laughs> off one at a time. So that's different. But if we were to have someone try to buy Quattro Cap, which we're not, but if we were, and they came in and looked at all of our operations and they realized, okay, wait a minute, this whole company revolves around the managing partners. And if they're gone, mm -hmm. there's no company, right? That is the mindset you have to have for exit without invest or exit without exiting because you, you, you have to learn to trade money for time. You can always get more money. I promise you. Sometimes it's hard and you have to break through revenue cycles and stuff like that. But you can always get more money, as has been proven by the fact that our government printed 50% of it in the last year. It can happen. What you can never get more of, Oliver, me, Richard Branson, anyone, right? Elon Musk, they all have 168 hours in a week, period. And so I just lobbed you up a softball. I know you're going to crush this one out over left field, but let's go into that a little bit. <laughs> no, beautiful, beautiful. I love what you said. And it, we could take this so many avenues, this conversation. But one thing that I do want to say about this is this almost brings like this applied, embodied, spiritual dimension into this whole question that we're looking at. Because what is required from the founder of the company, it's a leap of faith, oftentimes. Yeah, this very situation that you're describing where it's, I'm trying to pull it all together by myself because I'm afraid that maybe it's not going to work and so on. And what happens if I really trust myself that I can hold this and I can bring in more money and so on. 
And here you have it, a leap of faith, an invitation to really connect with your essence and to trust that which really lights you up is more than good enough. And in that, I feel such a profound connection to this piece you mentioned earlier on the show, something around like being present and enjoying the moment and so on. And I find that often this can become a bit of an empty cliche for people. They're like, okay, I'm trying to be present and I read it somewhere in a spiritual book. So now I'm present every day and so on. But the real presence and the real leaning into this teaching happens in those moments where you see, okay, I'm doing something and it's not wholesome for me and there's a different alternative, but there's fear coming up and then leaning in and leaning in and finding the liberation on the other side. I love that, Oliver. And we're going to let that be the mic drop moment for the episode as we pivot over to our quattro questions and learn a little bit more about you personally before cool. we figure out how to contact you and get off the show. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, brother. Walk me through what you view your superpower to be, whether it's life or business, and how it benefits you in your everyday interactions. I feel my superpower is somehow I have a lot of fire in my being, but somehow I find a way to use it to melt people and melt situations and circumstances instead of burning them down. And I really feel that to be a superpower because in my work, for example, the depth that we go to with my clients is incredible. We may be talking about business and then suddenly there's highly accomplished men and women standing in their power, bringing out their most vulnerable sides and the wounds and all the stuff that has been hidden in the psyche. And in that warmth, it gets to be transmuted and that's a real gift that I'm, that I have been given. That's a beautiful answer. I can't add anything to that. So that's, it transcends, man. Let's flip the coin over, Oliver. What would you view your biggest failure in life and what lesson came out of it? So two things come up actually for me, but I'm going to, I'm going to decide. <laughs> I'm going to decide on one. It was this time for me that I described in the beginning of the episode where I felt that I accomplished my dreams and at the same time I felt more empty inside than I had ever felt. And that just made me feel like a complete failure because my whole life philosophy, everything that I had aligned my life with didn't seem to be working. It was like a complete utter destruction of what I thought was important and what I thought I valued in my life. That was very spiritual in saying that. And the reason I say that is, look, greater disparity has no man than he who achieves the long-awaited dream, especially when he was looking to the future destination rather than enjoying the journey. And when he reaches there, he doesn't have a new dream to chase. This is why goal setting is mm. so important because if you set, even if you do set a goal and you're not updating that goal, when you reach it, it's amazing how when you finally reach the top of the peak, it's not as amazing as you think it is. So I'm here, now mm. what? You know? <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps here. Thank you for sharing this. You're bringing it out in me, Oliver. This is good content here. Beautiful co-creation. Yes, I love it, brother. So question number three. Here at Quattro, philanthropy is core to our being. It's one of our four pillars after all, that is people, property, profits, and philanthropy. A group of people coming together around a property 
to generate profits, some of which are used for philanthropy, coming full circle and taking care of people. So I love to give my guests on the show an opportunity to speak their philanthropic heart because we actually have had reports of time and money being spent on the cause that the guest inspired a listener to participate Amazing. in. So for you, what is that, Oliver? Beautiful. Yeah, for me, my philosophy in that direction is I feel the deeper that we realize ourselves, so really the core of our being, the core of our essence, the deeper we realize this part inside of us, the more beauty we will create around us. It's like a lighthouse where you dial up the volume of the light, depending how deep we make this inner excavation. And my method in my own life to create a life that really is inspiring all in me and that I'm grateful for every day has been meditation. So my philanthropic cause, if we can name it that, is a meditation school called Eridaya Yoga. I can perhaps send you the name so you can put it in the show notes because it's a bit tricky to find it like this. And they are teaching the style of meditation that I was initiated into there in India and which has brought so much love and joy and freedom into my heart. And I would highly recommend for anybody who feels a deep calling to check them out, maybe go on retreat one day with them. Uh, or if not, they are also happy uh, to receive donations. Yeah, that's fantastic. And what Oliver doesn't know is after the show, we will get that information and put it in the show notes for your clicking pleasure. So no need to try to spell that out. Just scroll down wherever you're listening to this episode and that information will be right there. So thank you for sharing that, Oliver. Last question. What We usually allow our guests to, to promote a, a free gift or an offer here on the show. And we were talking about what that would be before we started recording here. So what is it that you have to offer our audience today as a thank you for listening to this episode? I would love to offer for anybody who feels tucked and somehow something is stirring inside of them through this conversation to reach out and to actually have a conversation and feel into whether this line of work is something that can benefit them both in creating more success in the business, but also on the personal level and in really creating success on all levels. So my offer is to reach out, schedule a call with me to all the listeners of Potro Capital, uh, Real Estate Runway. I'm happy to be offering this a call and then perhaps afterwards we can speak about what it would look like to work together more deeply but this certainly is going to bring more clarity into your trajectory and into yeah your heart and folks what you don't know about oliver is i pulled him from a major influential network that that quattro capital is a part of so to have the privilege to speak to this guy listen to him and also have the opportunity to potentially work with him should not be taken lightly so check him out and the last question I'll give you on the show, Oliver, is how can we reach out to you and schedule that call? The easiest way would be to connect through LinkedIn or through my website. So there's two ways. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me through my website. And either way, you'll be able to find, find a way to reach out. There's a link that I'm going to leave to my website where you can book a call. Fantastic, folks. This has been another episode of The Real Estate Runway. Oliver, thank you for coming on. And folks, those links will be right there in the show notes for your clicking pleasure. Until next time, brother. Thank you so much for the invitation. Okay. It's been a real pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you, Chad. All right. Thank you much. Want to generate higher return and drive alpha for your commercial real estate firm? Now you can with Lobby CRE by 30 Capital. 
Lobby CRE is an asset management platform designed to manage and optimize cash flow for faster returns and more visibility into performance. Shift your strategy with the market, not because of it. Identify opportunities and mitigate risk now rather than later. And save more than eight hours per week through automation. Click the link in the show notes to learn more and book a demo. Wow, folks, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I really just enjoyed getting to have these conversations and getting to experience people like Oliver who just have so much heart and so much spiritual awareness. So if you'd like to get in touch with him, scroll down in this modality that you're listening to this on. You'll have an email, you'll have a link to his website, his social media, wherever you like to interact, he's there for you. And I mean it when I say the guy's worth a conversation. So check him out. And if you got any value out of this show or any show that we do here at Real Estate Runway on behalf of Quattro Capital, love it if you would write that short review, five-star review, thoughtful comment, whatever the, the button clicking is, wherever you're listening to it, that's the only way for us to get this episode in front of more people just like you. Share it with someone who could use this episode, and I appreciate you so much for doing that. Folks, check us out on social media. We're at TikTok, YouTube, at the Real Estate Runway podcast, or everywhere else on the quattroway.com website. Any partner page will have links to all of our social medias and we're very active. Love to interact with you on your favorite platform or platforms. We are also a full service real estate investment firm. We would love to work with you. Check us out at the quattroway.com slash invest to learn more, build a relationship, and even join our investor club, which is launching this week. So we're pretty excited to see you all there and spend more time with you. Without further ado, this has been another episode of the Real Estate Runway Podcast. Until next time, friends, over and out. We hope this episode was insightful and brought value to your day. If so, please be awesome and leave us a five-star review. Find out how Team Quattro can help you at thequattroway.com. Until next time, this is the Real Estate Runway Podcast.